welcome to Under Startups podcast. So we have an episode one with a specialist in many fields. Uh, I've, as I found in LinkedIn, a guy who just says that if it's not easy, then it's not ambitious. A person who is a business consultant, digitalization specialist, a mentor. Uh, I saw that he had hosted a lot of hackathons, a lecturer, creator of an ISM digital lab, Gediminas Buividas. So welcome. Hi, it's, it's really, uh, I'm really glad to be here. Okay, nice. So did I correctly introduce you? you so I saw that you have a lot, a lot of fields and a lot of experience. So was I, was I right? I, I think so. Uh, um, uh, it's very hard to me to remember what, what I wrote on LinkedIn uh, in terms that uh, if, it not, if it's not easy, it's not right. Then it's not ambitious. Uh, it's not ambitious, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think that uh, it's uh, sum up, sum up, sum up uh, or it's just um, uh, a phrase that uh, is about me, basically, and that's why I like uh, a lot of activities, a lot of new things, a lot of new new uh, things to try, and uh, mm, if you're doing something, so try to, to, to be uh, best in the field, uh, because otherwise, why, why do you're doing that, so... So that's why I have a lot of uh, various experience in, in, in uh, various fields. Um, so yeah. for, for, one, for, for, one, for, for some people, maybe that's a disadvantage, but, but for some it's, uh, it uh, benefits more to, to, to having that broad, broad view of, of, of everything. Okay, could we dive into it? You, that you, have, you told us that you have a lot of experiences, and as we saw in your LinkedIn or in any other social media profiles, you have a lot of them. But... I think the most, the journey started in ISM and SVC, it's already in the ground of zero in ISM. So could you tell me more, how did you from an ISM student became a lecturer and a program director in ISM? No, uh, where do I need to start? Uh, <laughs> It'll be a long story. <laughs> yeah, so, so my story with ISM uh, uh, started, uh, it's quite, quite a funny story in, in that matter that uh, quite early on, uh, early on I, I knew that I wanted to, to study at ISM and uh, to study economics, but uh, in the school I had economic uh, classes, but my first grades in economic was uh, two. Then the second grade was also two. I think nobody was good at economics. No. But later on, <laughs> there were a lot of tens. Uh, so in the end of the day, the, the, the general mark was, was okay. But, um, but yeah, so that, that's how I started with economics as a general. And uh, later on, I joined ISM and, and studied bachelor in, in economics. And uh, later on in master's financial economics and the reason why I studied financial economics was that uh, back back in the days, uh, everybody said that uh, financial economics masters is the hardest masters in, in all the. So that studies. was the only point that you picked, <laughs> just for as a challenge. It was it was a bit challenge that okay it's it's a challenge that challenge accepted but from uh, other perspective uh, I just wanted to end that journey in in economics uh, just fi mm -hmm. in economics field. Uh, but uh, surprise, surprise! Uh, uh, I started working from from second course, uh, from second year in the bachelor, mm -hmm. and I worked uh, in in a bank uh, at the time. 
Um, but my job later on was not really related to, to, to my studies. But the general concept, uh, which is about economics, that with, uh, you have unlimited needs or, 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 or wants, but you have limited resources. Yeah. resources. So uh, for me, that was my, my uh, mantra uh, in, 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 in everything that I, I did. And later on, and that's how I uh, find, found out that digital, digitalization, digital transformation trend or, or topic as a general, and, and uh, I saw it as just uh, an enabler to how to make things uh, faster, cheaper, smarter, uh, and so on and so forth. Okay, so you mentioned that this was your breaking point. Yeah, that like the tip of the iceberg, that you understood that economics are the thing that you learned, but now you're going to go to the digitalization, yes? But it, wa it was not a very conscious move to, to, to do that. I want to just go to that digitalization. It just, it just uh, was step by step to that? Yeah, it was step by step, but it's not was that I, uh, I, I had a long-term plan that uh, I want to end up, for example, uh, as I'm yeah. now uh, in ISM, uh, leading yeah. the digital lab or, or being a lecturer in, in, in um, ISM's executive school. It's not Soviet Union that we have to plan 10 years ahead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. So, so my main idea was to just go step by step. And uh, along the way, I, I learned myself what I like, what I don't like. And, um, and all this just came up from, from doing a lot of uh, different activities. Because mm. when you do a lot of different things, you, gen, you then learn along the way what do you like and what do you and what what do you dislike so so yeah so and just if you would ask me um, a year ago what i where i see my future uh, career or or where i'm going heading at um, i'm not so sure that i would say that i will go get back to the ism and, and start lecturing and uh, and leading digital lab and and helping ism university to become more digitalized and also consulting other companies. So that was quite a year that, that kind of shifted or accelerated my journey to, towards this topic. Yeah, I see, because uh, before ISM, you just had started the work in Lighthouse yeah, yeah, as a digital a innovation strategist. Yeah, that was a short uh, trip, <laughs> uh, workation, let's put it in that way, for, for a few months. Uh, Did you I, work online or you worked no, in No, I, I went to the clip and I oh, had a nice. flat. Uh, yeah, I had a flat nearby, near near sea. So it was for me like uh, going a bit to, to a foreign country. Yeah. Because it's too hard, uh, for example, from Klaipeda to get back into Vilnius at the same day. It's too, too much time. I know, I know. I'm from Klaipeda okay. originally, so I know the vacation yeah. you had there. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, uh, in in my school years, I, I lived a, a bit in, in Klaipeda, but uh, there are no friends from that time at the moment. So after work, you don't have any uh, friends or, or things to do. And, and that was also the, the hard uh, Corona time when the, everything was closed. So yeah, it was interesting times. Um, and I'm really glad that I, get the, I had the, the, the possibility to, 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 to get back to, to come back to business. Yeah. Oh, everybody wants to run from clear, but I, I personally love it. Uh, during the quarantine, it helped me just to cope with myself because, you know, the seat was very calming. And I don't know, did you mention that you came from Vilnius? You know, Vilnius is a big city. It's always a lot of buildings, but in Klaipeda, everything is a bit calmer. The lifestyle is calmer. The lifestyle is a bit... Yeah. It's, it's, a, bit, it's a bit more... Uh, 
just a bit more relaxed out. And for me personally, ski helped me a lot. And how did you see that change from the from Vilnius to the clay pedal or the sea? Does it, did it help to cope that you don't have any friends there? Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, sea is very uh, majestic and mesmerizing in that perspective that um, it, it's really nice. But life is about balance, right? So so you need to have balance of all, all, all the things. Time for yourself, time with mm -hmm. your friends, uh, time with, with your close ones and, and so on and so forth. So uh, when you have just a lot of time with yourself and just with the sea, for first day it's okay, for second day not too bad, but for the third day, eh. But I saw that you have tried surfing in Portugal, but why didn't you do that in Klipera? Because I did, but you, you weren't my friend at the time and you didn't see saw my stories, so <laughs> uh, okay. I, I did, I did. So you tried surfing yeah, in Klipera, yeah. how did you like it? Uh, actually, I was uh, quite amazed that uh, you can try surfing because nobody nobody uh, believes yeah. me that I surf in Klepera and I tell oh you surf where in Portugal or in, where somebody or in Spain or something and I thought oh no in Klepera there's a the best spot to surf in the Baltic states in there in Klepera that spot that you tried near mm. Meldraga yeah? Yeah, yeah I yeah. guess yeah so that's a mesmerizing experience to try it and how could you compare it to Portugal and yeah. Well, the different one difference is that uh, the sea, or, or in that uh, matter, the ocean in, in Portugal is is uh, more powerful from from that uh, um, waves waves perspective. But in terms of uh, whole experience, when you are learning, uh, Melbourne has uh, have uh, quite quite good uh, waves to to do that, and uh, it was not that. Uh, it's okay in Melnerga, but um, you cannot compare with, with Portugal. Portugal is way better. So for the beginners, uh, or in general, we have that ability in, in Lithuania to just yeah, go and try it. I think it's amazing, and uh, it, it really amazed that, that, okay, it's quite nice experience, because uh, my expectations was quite low for... Yeah, for, it's, for, for, it's for very undervalued, very undervalued yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so... Okay, you mentioned digital lab concept. So when you came back from Klepera, you had an invitation from ISM to create this the, this program or how this the, the relationship between you and Dalis Misunas helped here. <laughs> Not helped here, but maybe he invited you because as we saw you work together in Yeah, the, we, we worked together so we, we, we knew each other and I knew him uh, as a as a as a manager, as as a leader. Uh, he knew from my my um, work also how, how I work, how I think, um, and uh, what can I can I do. And uh, we, when I was in Lighthouse, we organized because I am also part of uh, ISM alumni alumni organization. Mm -hmm. Yeah, saw that. And uh, we organized uh, uh, alum, uh, hackathon for al alumni, and uh, we in introduced and invi invite also ISM uh, and Dal we invite uh, invited to Dalus to, to, to be uh, mm, as a jury mm -hmm. to the jury as a jury member uh, for final pitches and uh, after after it we just had a quick chat uh, how things are going uh, and uh, because I entered a new field in in in, in Mm, with the whole digital innovation house, mm -hmm. I, I did quite a big research job of, in general, how the European Union is looking at digital digitalization, mm -hmm. uh, how uh, what are those digital innovation hubs, how they are working, what are the specialties, functions, services, and so on and so forth. 
and uh, I really and why I joined was that I really liked of the idea to 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 help companies to become more digitalized, mm -hmm. and um, there is different uh, uh, ways that you can help a company. And I just shared with Dalus some thoughts that uh, I think that ISM has uh, their a very great asset is that they uh, ISM students. And uh, I said that ISM is doing nothing in that field mm. uh, regarding that, uh, that uh, fostering that innovation, that uh, startups, digital, di digital transformation, that, 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 that topics. And uh, in the end of the call, so he said, so, okay, so uh, come here and, and do, do those things. So he just like an NBA general manager scouted you to the team of, yeah. the, MV of the players? here yeah, yeah. in ISM. Okay, nice. So, okay, could you tell us more about the digital lab concept? Maybe like the whole, your idea, because I know that you're, as a, you're an innovator, you're visionary, so you, you have to have big ideas. What's like that idea that your dream of the, the uh, digital lab concept? In the end of the day, uh, I would like that, uh, or how I see this, this lab um, could evolve is basically, um, we have a, a lot of uh, great things in, in university. Yeah, we have uh, um, young young students, young people who are eager to learn new things, to try new things, and they just need the methodical help how to do that. Uh, they need maybe sometimes network uh, for the right people to talk and so on and so forth. What also ISM have uh, is uh, its uh, alumni network, uh, and usually typical uh, ISM alumni is uh, working in um, good uh, and big corporates, uh, usually in, in, in uh, leading roles or, or, or managing roles, and uh, usually they, uh, from the financial perspective, they are quite quite uh, uh, quite good with, with financials. Mm -hmm. Meaning that that they know uh, uh, business challenges that they are facing. Uh, they have personal monies that they could invest in possible startups. They could bring possible business challenges for the people that want to solve. And if we are just uh, uh, making all together that those business challenges, the money that all ISM network basically has, have uh, the students that want to try uh, new things and learn and uh, if we will uh, add to this whole mix uh, other students from other universities like like programmers designers uh, and adding some um, extra innovation mentors to the, this whole mix we kind of get a good setup for a new potential startups to to to, to born because there are different way how to startup could born uh, and uh, there is also um, a, a big trend in, in, in big uh, corporate uh, organizations to just have various spin-offs of how they could evolve from the traditional business model to some new innovative, including including digital. So, so basically, what I would like to do is uh, to involve all of these counterparties to make the best synergy of that. But um, yeah, it's easy on, on, on a white paper to, to, to just uh, <laughs> have the whole picture. Mm -hmm. uh, it's much more, more harder to, to implement that. And that's why we're going step by step by just looking at, okay, and the first question what we said to us, uh, to us also was, okay, how many students in general we have that are interested that, that uh, 
are, uh, have uh, some ideas, what challenges they face, uh, and try to work with that uh, people first and try to solve their problems first. And later on, we could uh, grow this into, into a more bigger thing. Mm, which could uh, lead to, to uh, my my personal dream is to, to just uh, be part of a new unicorn. So I <laughs> hope that maybe this initiative could help to, to do that. Okay, so yes, as a part of a unicorn, but now it's not, maybe not today, not tomorrow, you need a couple days, couple, not a couple days, couple months, couple years to become a unicorn. But how do you see that, what would be the MVP the, for the digital lab? Uh, what would be an MEP? I think that uh, what we are, we are working on that MEP right now. Yeah. So how do you manage okay. it? Maybe what would be the main aspects? Because we cannot fit all. And but what would be the main points? That just or maybe one thing that you like now we should start from, in the digital digital. I habit. think that uh, it will mean not uh, just one point. What what we will start because. Uh, what we found out talking with, with students that are part of Digital Lab, they have different experience and different needs. And what we see from now that we will have basically a few streams that we will work on. Uh, and uh, we will help uh, those people, um, uh, for example, who have uh, no ideas to, to work but want to work. So at the moment I'm talking with, with various companies and uh, Mm, uh, I think it's not a secret. I'm talking with with, with Oxilabs, um, mm. the company that is quite famous in in, in tech um, community. So we're talking that bringing some their uh, business challenges um, that could we bring to to the students that we can try together to to solve them. Mm. And uh, those challenges are based on that that how we can create more value or create new business ideas. Uh, with with uh, the knowledge that Oxilabs ha Oxilabs have and and see what are the challenges because at the moment and in the economics that we have the the main resource is basically uh, people yeah, yeah? and uh, people who are uh, smart who like to solve challenges who who see uh, sees a lot of problems that could be solved rather than uh, I have a lot of ideas but I don't know where to start so you see this as a hackathon concept but. Just not in that 72 hours, but in real life, for X Labs gives you a challenge for students. They they like try to through the couple months try to solve it, give an explanation or the solution to Oxlab, yes. for example. Mm -hmm. So it's just a hackathon, but in such much longer time with more help, with more mentorship. Yeah, so uh, to answer that, we need to also define what is the hackathon because just hackathon could be just one day or two days okay. workshop. Let yes. me do it. Like for me, and hackathon, I've okay. participated in a couple of them. So for me, it's 70, 72 hours or 48 hours. So usually a weekend, we started Friday, we ended Sunday. Sunday is always a pitches. So 48 hours around that. Uh, Friday is usually to meet up, uh, present the first ideas, just the ideation phase. Uh, the Saturday is for... Uh, first of the day is for creating the concept, searching for it, doing market research. After that goes mentorship. After the mentorship, I see usually there's, uh, we try to build some kind of MVP for that. On Sunday morning, you have one more mentorship session, then building those uh, uh, presentations. And on the evening of Sunday, usually we present and then we get the awards. So is my concept a hackathon all right? Or 
Maybe you'll add something. Well, there, there is no right or wrong concept of the hackathon. I, uh, I always say, let's define the problem that we're solving and then look at, for example, if we want to, to, to help the students, then in that matter, there are different concepts that we can work on. And uh, the hackathon structure that you mentioned, so that's just the one way to, to organize, to, or to have that organized, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. that hackathon. But uh, there could be very different content within those 48 or 72 hours. Of course. Yeah. Of so course. Hackathon is basically just uh, two days or three days uh, time frame when the team comes up and tries to solve some challenge. Okay. And that's it. That's the minimal yeah. requirement. And good Wi-Fi, good uh, <laughs> yeah, have electricity. Uh, pizza, and definitely. Yeah, pizza, pizza, coffee, and... Uh, maybe some probably. energy drinks. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the minimal, basically, requirement. For also, no sleep. Hackathon. No sleep, because, you know, you cannot base that, the hours. That's, <laughs> why, that's why you need the Red Bull to, to have. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Energy drink, not Red Bull. We cannot <laughs> Yeah, I, I just thought that they are not sponsoring. Yeah, yeah. maybe we'll have to give the shout-out to them <laughs> and ask okay. for something more. Okay. Uh, Okay, so you see this as big hackathon as a long hackathon for, for example, for Ox Labs or for any other startup, just for the students to cope with real problems and to get some more practical knowledge. Yeah, if you'd like to put it that way, we, we can. I don't put it like it's so a big... So how would you put it? Just tell me more because I'm trying to yeah. understand it. So yeah. uh, I basically put it like as, as a club. Okay. Yeah, and uh, that we have uh, a lot of different activities. Yeah. One of that activities I just mentioned with Oxilab, another one, for example, is uh, just uh, uh, creating professional hackathon teams and mentoring mm. them and sending to various hackathons and, and helping along the way, like in e-games. E-games or maybe basketball games, you know, you yeah. train or just do the same thing. Yeah, so 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 that, that could be also a potential concept and we see that there are part of students that would like to, to, to do that. Uh, another part uh, where we see is also valuable, and we had it, uh, I think, uh, yesterday. Yeah, in 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 our lab, um, in our lab, uh, in that club, uh, okay. that uh, uh, as we call it, hot hot chairs activities. That, for example, if uh, um, some students have some ideas that want just to validate or or to get some feedback and to know where they could work, so. Uh, together with me and also Egerdas, who is a program director of, of um, entrepreneurship and innovation, entrepreneurship yeah. innovation, yeah. Mm, and together with other club club members, we can uh, together bring the mm, feedback. How do we see that idea or problem that uh, some is trying to solve? What they need, and we can also mentor them through uh, next steps. And uh, yesterday we just have a, a guy who presented some idea. And we uh, agreed that uh, from next week we will uh, test it in, in ISM premises. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I would not define the club as a f uh, that we have final set of activities because I see cl this club as also as a living organism, as a, as just as a startup. We are just pivoting and trying a lot of, and we will try a lot of uh, new just things. But the whole goal is basically being one-stop shop for all digital innovation and digital ideas that you have and okay. you come up with and you want to solve those uh, challenges. So basically, uh, that's, that's the uh, average answer for that. And, uh, and, and then and, and we will work it out with, with various activities and a few uh, I mentioned right, right, right now. Okay, so now let's leave the ISM behind. We just because I know a lot of your life is around ISM, ISM alumni organization, uh, ISM as a student, masters, uh, bachelor's, masters. Then uh, you're now lecturer. Okay, you're 
yeah, you have a lot of live and ISM, you left a lot of things there. But let's talk more about, you saw here, like, the, you just told me that well, for a person, you know, for the startup, for, for a person, first of all, what he needs, he needs to define the problem, and after that, he needs to solve it. Yeah, but just the main thing to, in solving that, it's, I think it's innovation. Yeah, isn't it? Just that's like the, the innovation is a big part of it. Well, I, I like uh, to define things. So we need to define what is innovation then, because for, for some uh, people, innovation is just a small change in, in the way that we are doing or working. So okay, is so it innovation or not? So a small thing of change? I think For me, it's not innovation. I think innovation should be uh, just not that you're not using, for, for example, not using a bottle, a plastic bottle, but you're using a steel bottle. That would be an innovation here because it's a big change of, it's, I think that innovation is a big change of things that we're doing from yesterday, that we're doing now. So that's, that the change is innovation. Mm -hmm. So do you agree here or you could add something more? So uh, the question was whether the... Uh, if if you're solve the, solving the problem, I think no. Is the innovation a big part? Can you do a startup without innovation? Uh, okay, then let's define the startup. Okay, <laughs> because uh, you have uh, because uh, that's why I'm, why I'm saying that because uh, a lot of uh, people uh, think that just uh, every new business is a startup. Yeah, that's but yeah. It, I think yeah. yeah. I, I come I come with this problem a lot, and because yeah. when when I'm telling. My, my friends or that I'm studying entrepreneurship and innovation, which is most of it startups. Oh, oh but every business is a startup. But the thing that <laughs> just in, in every in the Google, it's written that the startup is a technological, fast-paced business. Yes. Yes. So that's what, how would I define it? And yes, welcome to the rubric of definitions. Here. <laughs> uh, so let's just let's jump. Back in. So, can a startup, a fast paced business in technology, come without innovation? That's quite a good question. I think, uh, no, in that perspective, that if you want to, to just create a startup, you need to put different elements together that could make sense, solve someone's problem. Technological, it could be viable. And in the end of the day, uh, the sum cost of everything is is less than the income or or value that you uh, get from all of that. That you need to have uh, uh, make business from that, right? Okay. So, what would you define? Yes, let's go with definitions. What would be the main drives of innovation? Uh, the main drives of innovation. Yeah. What would you, from where the innovation comes? Uh, Basically, uh, I would put it uh, another way because uh, what do you need to have a startup, which we could say is an innovative business, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, uh, in, that, in that matter. So, uh, from from a startup perspective, you need uh, uh, three core elements. Yeah, you you need to solve uh, someone someone's problem, whether it's B two C, B two B, whatever whatever is your target audience. So you need to understand what problem you are solving and how big is the problem in terms of market size. Then you would understand whether that solution later on that you would come up is scalable or not. Yeah. Another part is the technological part. So how technologically uh, your solution is working and whether we can uh, validate that because we can say that we will use, uh, I don't know, AI black box and it will solve everything or whatever. But we, if we can't prove it, 
Yeah, so it technologically couldn't be viable. So it, the, from the technological perspective, it should be viable and you need to understand how you would make that. And the third part, which is important, so, okay, you are solving someone someone's problem. Uh, so meaning that there's some change of value. So you, you, you solve the problem problem and someone needs to pay for that. Yeah. That's yes. Yes. Sir. In, in that perspective. And, uh, uh, so you need a lot of customers and a lot of paying customers or have other, uh, business models that you just have some revenue streams, mm. uh, that could, um, mm, that could be greater than all of your costs needed in terms of uh, understanding the customers, what they need, what the, the constructing the technological part, whether it's web app, uh, system, uh, whatever you are just creating. Uh, so, so that's basically the three core uh, parts to 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 have um, a business, uh, to have a startup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So and, and and bringing all those elements together is basically. It is an innovation then. It is something new that uh, no one uh, else just figured out, and you just added different elements and uh, make it made it work in 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 a, in a new way. Okay, so so you're saying that if I know those three things, yeah, just how to get money, just uh, I know the problem, I know the solution for it. Uh, am I an innovation specialist then? Uh, the question is, why do you need to be an innovation specialist? Why do you want to be an innovation specialist? Because I'm not that's sure. that's not the goal, I think. Yeah, that's not the goal, but you're an innovation specialist. You say so. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, you're, you're, I think I'm you're... I'm saying that I'm digital design design uh, thinker and practitioner, so... Okay, but you're... Okay, you're based <laughs> next... I, I know that you're like based in innovations because you're, in Lifehouse, your title was Digital Innovation Strategist. Okay, okay. So I think for Fair digital point. innovation, Fair you have point. to be an innovation specialist there. Fair point. Okay. Um, so what should a digital innovation, no, for example, innovation specialist should have to be a specialist in innovation? I think the core uh, capability is mindset. Okay. Because technologies are evolving, changing uh, very fast. And uh, what is relevant, uh, what is relevant now uh, five, uh, one, one or two years later, it could be not relevant. Yeah, couldn't agree more with you about the mindset part. But what? Okay, let's let's dive deep into it. What builds the mindset in person? No, that's a deep question. But let's okay. let's maybe not ask in general. But what builds the mindset in you? What gave you the mindset? <laughs> yeah, I know it's a hard one. I, I thought that I'm not going to to, uh, to a, a psychology session. No, that's so. <laughs> not a psychology session here. But for example, okay. just think about because as I saw you're traveling a lot, you you have traveled. For example, I saw the trips uh, just in a, in a lot of them. You're doing a lot of sports. You're doing a lot of activities. Because for example, for me, for my for myself. The mindset, the broader mindset that helps me, the main drive and the main thing that helps me is traveling. I usually travel to a lot of projects, international projects, just Erasmus or Wolfsbund or any other project. I meet with a lot of people, I talk with them, I just have deep conversations, and then I build my mindset on that. Also, I see a lot of things, for example, just the last weekend I've been to Copenhagen, and for me, just a simple thing for them, just biking to their jobs and the infrastructure of biking, for me was, an, fuck, it's an innovation there. Just, look, I came back to Vilnius and I'm seeing how we could implement it. 
mm-hmm. and that's I think that's the main drive for me. What builds the mindset. I think yeah. that you come up with a good answer that uh, a lot of different and new experiences basically mm-hmm. builds up on that mindset. But mindset, I, I see more like an, an, uh, a framework. How you do you operate in, in a daily life? Okay. How do you see things? Because you could have a lot of uh, new experiences. Mm-hmm. And so what? what you don't uh, bring anything back from them. You just had a great experience and that's it. So you think that when we have an experience, we should dive into it, think more about it, reflect on it, or I think what that we are. Uh, I think that we are very different. We need to understand that, and we understand the world very different. Mm-hmm. We view the same things differently. That's why it's very uh, so hard to to just, uh, for example, to uh, go with uh, I don't know one product design or whatever, because it would not be that one design would. Uh, would 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 be liked by everyone. Okay. Uh, uh, we we uh, uh, each of us have a very different uh, experiences, values, uh, beliefs, uh, and uh, basically those uh, things uh, create that mindset. How mm. do we think? How do we understand world? And whether we see this mindset as a beneficial thing uh, and uh, to to our personal growth. For example, for me, it's uh, very uh, interesting, important to have that personal personal growth, and I'm um, there's um, um, s- such a theory that there is a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. People. Oh, yeah, I know. I've did you read two mindsets? The book. How is it called? I think it's uh, just mindsets. Not. It could. It could be something uh, around it. Have you read it? Because uh i'm i'm not sure have uh, i'm i haven't read the whole book but uh maybe i could just read it a a, a, a short yeah because i'm familiar with the concept because of that book and it just i think it's a great concept that you can have fixed that you that there's a fixed mindset and the growth mindset and how much the growth mindset how it gives to you because just with a fixed mind you're staying in one place or just usually degrading not there's not you're not moving forward and how much uh, giving one percent, becoming one percent better, gives you in a day, uh, gives you in a month, in a just in a year. If you will see that the, how the percentage work, the oh the the, the percentage that the top percentages scale like up, accumulative, yeah, accumulative right? percentages, mm-hmm. yeah, scale up during the time. I think that's the same with a growth mindset. Here. Yeah, I totally agree, and it starts with with small habits, with small small mm-hmm. small small changes. So. Uh, sometimes you just need to to do uh, uh, small things uh, like just have some basic morning routine for example just to start your day by uh, making your bed there's that uh, famous speech and uh, for example yeah. i i uh, do it myself and uh, and uh, i have a morning routine that i'm just doing uh, step by step and uh, i'm just flowing into that day with with a prepared mindset. I'm ready for that day, uh, uh, and I think that the biggest um, change in, in the whole mindset game was that, uh, damn, I'm I'm the creator of my life. I'm, I'm mm. no 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 nobody will do something for me. Yeah. You, so you you born alone, you die alone. Basically. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I like that saying, and I think it's true. And that's and then you understand that okay, so I'm responsible for that. Yes, just I just see that you have. I think you have read James B. Peterson, maybe Twelve Life Rules or something, because those are the concepts that I've got from those books. Okay, so 
if we know those things, okay, if we have the mindset, we can become an innovator. So you're an innovation specialist, an expert in the field. Not an expert, but because you can always become better in it. So I have a task for you. A task, uh, just a game. Let's innovate things, okay? Okay. So I have an innovation of a very familiar field, of very familiar marketplace, for example, for you, because you live in Vilnius, uh, Garuni. Mm -hmm. How we could innovate Garuni? How we could innovate Garuni? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Let's brainstorm here. So uh, we could start to just... Uh... Yeah, bringing them to digital, uh, to metaverse. Okay. Oh, we could, could, could oh yeah, make, metaverse, yes, could, of course. Yeah, it's the new trend, right? Yeah. So <laughs> we could make it to, to have that whole vibe of Garuni. Uh -huh. I think that uh, further on it would be uh, really a nostal nostalgic to, to have that feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't know how about you, but um, when I was a little kid, Oh, I went to Garuni. Oh, nice. I, I stood on that, those uh, paper sheets, or how to say it, cartonas, whatever. In yeah, the carton, carton sheets. Carton, yeah. Whatever, yeah. <sighs> and uh, just tried new jeans or whatever. It was so cringe and so awkward. And oh my God. But I, I think that's the vibe. That's the vibe that we were looking at Garuni. When you remember Garuni or remember any other marketplace, because I'm from Klepara, I didn't have those things. I didn't have Garuni in my but life. There's Tilja Turgus. Yeah, we have Tilchaturgus, but we have a better one. We had Riatavas. Ah, yeah, 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 we, okay. we went on Sundays to Riatavas. <laughs> so we had experience and how we could digitalize and how we could innovate the experience into that. How we could do that, how we could catch it. Not maybe digitalize. You're an expert in those. Yeah, fields, so. it's uh, uh, the hardest part in digitalization is to uh, uh, digitalize and automate uh, the uh, emotions and all that biases and that uh, not not uh, perfect things. In the same Ratavas, I, I I knew that. Uh, it was the, just the wave of those personal computers, the Pentium One, Pentium Two, Pentium Three, yeah. whatever, or and. Um, I knew that I wanted, I, 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 I really wanted to have to computer, but I heard the rumor or stories that there was those big boxes of, of those personal computers and don't buy from the Retavas tour marketplace because they are bringing sand, uh, sand bags into the computer okay. you can just open, but it's quite hard to think that you yeah, buy a computer, computer here, yeah. <laughs> in the end of the day, you just uh, bought a, <laughs> a bag of sand. In a case, in a beautiful case. So how to digitalize <laughs> that experience, oh my God, so it's, it's, quite, uh, it's quite hard, but uh, I but think... Aren't there any solutions for that? It's been a long time that digitalization, it's in field and it just... Is, is there been any innovation here? Yeah, so you, you could digitalize the whole concept of just uh, going, surfing through. So marketplace basically is in, in today's world eShop, right? Yeah, but we have Facebook marketplace. There's AliExpress. There's Scalbiltev for, for English speaking would be Craigslist. So there's there's a lot of sites. But if I scroll to Scalbiltev, it's not the same that I would go to Garune, the marketplace, or to yeah, it's any not, other. It's not the same, and I think it's, it's it will never be the same, but... For that generation, later on, when there will be no Scalbelta or the Scalbelta yeah. was very, will be a very niche player, uh, for those for for them, if they used Scalbelta very often, then they would create a new kind of experience. So mm -hmm. I think that we don't need to replicate the the same um, uh, experience because then we could look uh, what happened and how the marketplace looked uh, hundred years ago. Okay. So for innovation in Garuni, we would innovate it just by building the new experiences on top. So make it an online marketplace, for example, yeah? 
I think that uh, in terms of uh, meta, in, in terms of uh, the layer of digitalization that we have now, so it's not that kind of engaging, right? Mm -hmm. Because we could just transport uh, Garuna, uh, make on 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 uh, on uh, or like an e-shop, and 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 that's it. So I think it's it's not that kind of engaging. It's quite normal, okay. uh, usual experience. But uh, what we will bring uh, virtual reality, augmented reality, I think that could uh, mm, expand those uh, experiences or bring uh, totally different uh, mm, target audiences and uh, create a new opportunities for businesses to have that authentic marketplaces in, in Metaverse, for example. Yes, of course. Where you could uh, try to feel that, that feeling, but... And for the, uh, for example, for the younger generation, uh, the the whole idea w will be that uh, uh, try and feel what your parents did uh, felt during that time. Yeah, an old school experience, old school vibe. Yeah. Old school, uh, old school uh, buildings. Yeah, okay. whatever the kiosks uh, of <laughs> yeah. that uh, stuff. Oh yeah, oh, hot, hot. How they were called? Uh, not kebabs, but they're those the. That's usually what came with a uh, cold beer and hot uh, uh, chaburiak. Yeah. Chaburiak, I don't know. Yeah. It's in English. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I don't think that they have. They're just too iconic but, but, for the yeah, culture. But, but uh, yeah, so, so and it, 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 it will be quite hard, but I think in, in the future uh, they will manage to do that also. To, to um, There are also a lot of startups with smell, mm -hmm. transfer smell during, during the, the, through the technologies. Later mm -hmm. on, to also, I think that uh, the technology could be quite. Um, uh, good at uh, taste as, as well, yes. because there are a lot of also doing innovation in in, in that perspective, and uh, we could uh, taste, feel, uh, taste, smell, and even feel in that metaverse. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if you saw the Ready Player One uh, movie, no, so, no, 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 no. Uh, I, I recommend just to understand what could the possibilities uh, be in that uh, that that metaverse, and it will be just easier to replicate the the physical world into into that world because now we like in a two dimensional game basically. Yeah, of course. We we don't have those other experiences. We we don't fulfill the three D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just uh, what we are doing. We just uh, moving. Uh, uh, it, it's not necessarily where you live. Uh, you can be connected, and you can yes. uh, buy, uh, sell things. So mm -hmm. uh, and and with cryptocurrencies, you can uh, move further on. You can just uh, buy from random. Uh, I don't know African uh, women. Some some. Uh, uh, things that they create, some some jewelry or yeah, whatever, and mm -hmm. uh, to not have that in local currency, which could devalue, mm -hmm. you could uh, uh, just make it all in in cryptocurrency. So, which, yeah, so we, which we could make it more in that matter, more worldwide. The only first yeah, of all, yeah, yeah, we could make it more. Maybe add some more just the trends with uh, e-wallets and just e-things. Yeah. That's it. But another challenge is, for example, to replicate the Garuna, the, the, those people who are selling them, yeah. uh, to move them to a new uh, dimension, uh, it's the hardest part. Because I think that's that's impossible yeah, to do that. And, and, and Maybe their sons, they're just their relatives, their yeah, younger ones. Yeah. And, and, and that's the, the main point in the whole digitalization and whether it's we're talking about innovation, but... Uh, traditional businesses also want to innovate to, to be uh -huh. leaner, more effective, uh, earn, earn earn more money. But uh, the hardest part in all of these projects are people. 
So I, I, I like to say that technology is there. We can do a lot of things, but basically mm. people is the issue because we don't like to change or in that matter in the Garuni, it's yeah. quite hard to do that with, with those people. We need to bring on new people who just could create that and, and sell. And in terms of economics, that's not a really good thing because for the some part and for the aging group of, of people, we are pushing out of the of the economy as we know today as the economy structure. Mm. And uh, so how do they earn money? Okay, but now during the COVID times, yeah, we had a COVID and we still have it here. Uh, a lot of uh, companies, a lot of governmental uh, just institutions mute from uh, the offices to online world, and they just as they call they digitalized, yeah. But do they? Did they? Is it just digital? It's like the what's the difference here from the digitalization or digitization? Here? <laughs> it's the hardest word for to pronounce, but. You understood what I mean. Yeah, and I would add the third uh, term, digital transformation. Oh, fuck. <laughs> because there's two, three layers. Wait, let's, let's start from you. Digital, ah, digital transformation, yes. Okay, yeah, maybe so that, a couple that, more that, times and then I'll be specialist here. Okay, so <laughs> first layer is basically digitization, right? Yeah. So main being just from, from uh, analog to, to digital. So yeah, that's so the main thing that happened here, yeah? Uh, basically, basically, yeah, if we have, uh, I don't know, Physical contact, uh, physical forms, physical yes. paper, physical agreements, physical payments. Yes. We just bring it to, to the online world. Online yeah. world, and uh, we are uh, digitized because mm -hmm. we have dig digital in, in that matter. But everybody is advertising that oh, we are very digitalized. Uh, digitalized, yeah, we are just very innovative here. But what they did is just move their papers from a form of A4 paper, just that you had to sign. You could sign it online. So, yeah, so so that's that's the first just step to do that. Uh, another step, for example, okay, you just, uh, for example, now you're uh, calculating not on the paper, but for example, in 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 Microsoft Excel. Yes. Right. So you you're in that first layer. Yeah, you are digitized. You have digital okay. technology, digital data. Uh, yes, 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 yeah. yes. But uh, you are not making uh, the the full benefits of it. Mm -hmm. The second layer is that digitalization make use of the mm -hmm. digital infrastructure, digital channel, digital data. Yeah. And in that example of Microsoft Excel, you're using some BI, uh, business intelligence okay. uh, tool, for example, Power BI. Okay, but can I stop you for a minute? Yeah. What's the difference of BI and AI? Or just, uh, what's, what, but first of all, what's the <laughs> BI concept here? Just BI is business intelligence, meaning that uh, BI tools helps you uh, analyze the data better. And uh, But there's it's, nothing smart in that. Okay, it's so just it's the visualization tool, how ah, you visual, okay. visualize the data. Because... Uh, previously, you uh, analyzed the data in, in, in Excel, yeah. you made maybe some graphs and you just then usually put it on PowerPoint and then present it to, to the manager's board or whatever that you need to present. And you always did, do, doing, do that manually, basically. There yeah, is so some automation job, yeah. in terms yeah. of, of data, but basically yeah, it's uh, not that uh, automated and it's not that intuitive. Mm -hmm. What those business intelligence tools, for example, helps is just uh, uh, visualize that data and interact with them. For example, mm -hmm. if I'm looking at uh, what at at one part of the data, it shows the how how it responds in in other metrics that are related to that. So, 
Uh, and it's easier just to automate the whole analytics of, of your processes or whatever you're measuring and uh, having more, more insights. So, and making that, so you need to, for example, when the company is, is, is trying to, to be more effective, you're then going and saying, okay, we need to uh, try and learn a new tool we need new capabilities, the people who could create those dashboards and mm -hmm. could analyze that. And by doing that and the, and the whole scale is basically making the, uh, you are in that second layer of digitalization, okay. because yeah. making use of new technologies in that perspective. Okay, so what would be the leap from the second layer to the third one? Yeah, so and then the third layer is digital transformation. And that leap is basically... Uh, that by having a lot of data uh, uh, and knowing your customers, you could find out another new uh, in innovative business models. Okay. Uh, and you could just uh, mm, uh, not having just the traditional uh, business model that you know how you, you are making money and just having some new channels that it's easier to, to communicate with your clients yes, or, 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 or so on and so forth. But that digital transformation is just by new technologies and uh, the know-how that we have in our industry, how we can create new uh, new products or new services and earn new money, okay. basically. So, so that's the hardest part. And that uh, digital transformation is uses usually a uh, um, uh, synonym with, with innovation. Okay. Because in that part, companies are creating little startups inside Oh yeah. Yeah, because they're trying to come up with a new business model with new value okay. that they could bring up for their customers or new customer segments with the info that they have from their current business model. Yeah, I understand. And I have a great concept for them. Maybe you can comment more. I will tell you it's design thinking. Yeah? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and we 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 will come up with that concept and it's uh, what I want to highlight that the concepts in creating just if you want to create startup or you are working under the corporate corporate organization and trying to work on that little spin-off of, of just new product, okay. the basic concept is basically the same. Just in the corporate, you have a, a big brand behind, you have money behind, yes. you could hire maybe You can hire talent. better specialists or yeah. talents or maybe you have a lot of... Uh, just a lot of better contacts in this yeah, field. But, yeah, but you have a culture that uh, is not ready to innovate, that they don't want to innovate. Conservative minds. And yeah, usually and they some have friends. a lot of fixed mindset people in that yeah, of mindset course, perspective. Suits, you know, when you wear yeah, suits. Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw that you're a banker. You were an I was, banker uh, I, was, uh, I was I was working for a few years, for a few years in, in bank when I was in second and third uh, course of bachelor. So, so I started working quite early. Did you touch the... The, the fixed mindset here because now I see that you're not the fixed mindset person <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that uh, not the organization or uh, clothes define, defines your mindset in general so yeah I know but just, that matter but usually when you're talking you know when you're talking about startups oh crazy people you're talking about actors oh poor people no, not actors maybe just artists usually that's the trend in the, in, okay. in, the, in the universe here. When you're talking about bankers, oh, rich, conservative, suits-wearing people. Uh, I think that there are a lot of similar types of people in, in every organization. And uh, I see myself as a middleman between the startup community and, and the corporate community. Yeah, everybody, needs, you know, everybody has money, so everybody needs somebody to yeah. count the money. And, That's and why. at the moment, uh, 
who funds basically those startups, the, 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 those corporates that they're uh, milking yeah. the cow now. Okay. And we need to innovate to just understand, okay, uh, what will be to tomorrow's uh, cow yeah. that we can milk, right? Okay, okay. So, so, so we, uh, I, I'm being on, on the both sides of that because there is uh, no holy grail in the startup community yeah. because in that the whole ideation phase and uh, the whole vibe and just uh, that kind of crazy thing, you need some parts of those uh, corporate organizations in terms of planning, structuring, yes. uh, um, forecasting, and so on and so forth um, uh, to, 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 to make use of the, that whole energy of that craziness, ideas, mm -hmm. and so on. And it's the same from the corporate perspective, uh, where you have uh, uh, organization structures, money, uh, talents, uh, and, and so on and so forth, but you have a lot of, uh, they're like a big elephants. It, they, 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 to change something. Yeah, you it's, do it's big very, changes, yeah. There. Yeah, and it's very, a very big timeline to, to do something. So I think that you need to bring uh, uh, the great things from both worlds and, and uh, this is how I see myself. Yeah, a great uh, corporate startup. Yeah. Uh, basically, yeah, just bringing by by the great uh, by bringing the elements of, of, of what both of them, yeah. from from both worlds because there is no one good way or good 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 uh, uh, side in, in this game. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's jump back into the solution of that. I just told the design thinking. You're a design thinking practitioner. Yeah. Could you tell us first of all? Can you describe design thinking in one word? Uh, mindset. My, okay, fuck. <laughs> okay, we'll need, let's write one more time. Could you describe design thinking in one sentence? Okay, uh, creative problem solving process. Okay. Can you describe creating problem solving process in a couple sentences that we could, and everybody could understand what does it do? Uh, basically, if you have a human-to-human -human interaction mm -hmm. and you try to implement new things, change something in, in that human-to-human uh, -human interaction, uh, design thinking is basically the concept who could help you to understand, understand what is the end user needs uh, uh, what, and what are the unmet needs, basically, and what possible solutions uh, could work it out with, uh, mm, uh, with 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 basically no budget. Okay. And th that's the hardest part for for everybody because uh, everybody tries to do with and they come with idea or try to solve and they think that it's pricey. Mm -hmm. to, to we need to invest a lot of money for that. So basically, it's with with zero budget, you could evaluate uh, uh, various options how you could solve a particular pro problem. Okay. So. I'm learning design thinking right now, and what I did to solve problem, we had a workshop when we draw 50 different apples. Does it help here? You draw 15... 50, 50, 50 different 50. apples. For what reason? Just to think of a design thinking and to... Okay, so one misconception about design thinking is that it's all about design or the design as a visual element. Not as a visual, just... But took this as a uh, just as a workshop we had that we had to draw 50 apples just to to think of an ideation phase and to help us brainstorm okay can you can you comment on that <laughs> <laughs> am, am i learning the, the right thing here mm. 
Okay, how how to 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 comment on that? Uh, I think that there's uh, no right uh, way in 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 the way how we can learn it or, okay. or as I think that uh, what we discussed previously that you need to have a lot of different experiences, try to different new things, and uh, later on you just uh, would uh, understand that hmm those apples that I just <laughs> then, uh, draw dude. Uh, and, and the things that I'm doing now is, is connecting somehow. Okay, right? okay. So uh, I think at the moment when you're doing things, um, you don't see that how, how it will uh, help me or on connect in the future. So you think that we should just do things and after that do the connecting, yeah? Uh, at the moment for those people like you who are learning, I think that, yeah, be in the moment and mm -hmm. fuck it, just have it. Uh, like if you don't understand that, yeah. Just try it for a five minutes to embrace it and to be in the moment and, okay. and, <laughs> and whatever, just be in the moment and okay, fuck it, I, it's, it's a crazy silly task, but I will do that okay. and try it just for a five minutes and later on if you, for example, after six minutes you will say that it's bullshit. Then okay, so maybe draw. then it's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Okay. But but usually after five minutes we will get into that and uh, mm -hmm. the whole creativity creativity could uh, just uh, start to 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 work on that. And uh, I think why you're doing that that task is basically um, there's a, a few parts. One is to to be creative. You need to connect uh, unrelated things. Okay. And uh, there's uh, a lot of uh, tasks or just uh, activities when you are trying to, to, to foster that creativity in you. Mm -hmm. Just try to uh, connect, I don't know, a bottle, table, and then digital element. And let's try of what could be of the new solution mm -hmm. that with bottle, table, and, 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 and digital uh, stuff, right? So, uh, so, so one thing is just connecting on unrelated things. Another thing is... Uh, we need time to just turn on that creativity mode in, in our okay. heads. And uh, for example, um, when I'm solving some challenges with, with, with various teams, we, we have uh, uh, some tasks also that uh, we have for eight or, or 10 or minutes just brainstorming or for example, eight minutes and uh, in uh, each minute, uh, minute come up with new idea okay. and eight ideas during those eight minutes. And after just uh, four or five minutes, then your whole creativity starts to kick in. Mm -hmm. Because before that, it's just obvious solutions. Yeah. So, so first, uh, first uh, two or three ideas, it will be kind of obvious solutions. Usually, they're just very radical, and we need and radical. Yeah. yeah. Some. And there is some, some theories also that uh, if you're trying to come up with something new. Uh, you need to brainstorm and just after 100 ideas, you just come up with really crazy, some crazy, crazy ideas. And then the creativity will just kick in. But I think that this is just like a, a habit and also a part of mindset. How mm. do you think and see? And if you pr practice that uh, every day or, or for, for, for some time, then it would be easier for you to see things differently and try to connect those and see, okay, what will it end up if I do this and that? And, so I think that's what, what you're doing okay. just, uh, yeah. uh, with, with that mindset uh, perspective. Okay, so think. But just so design thinking is about that. As I understand it, uh, from in personal view, that we drew 50 apples, for example, yeah. Just, for, just let's use those apples, let's follow them, and okay. let's go with them. I drew 50 apples. I take five of them that I just see, or maybe some my peers see as 
the most beautiful ones, the most just the most useful ones, the most. For example, the apples will have to pick the tastiest ones. Mm. So the five most tastiest ones, looking most tastiest. We take those five, yeah. We grow them or maybe make something from them, from those apples. We take those, we try them, taste them. And then after those five, we take the one that you think that are the winner. And then we test it in the market. Mm-hmm. And then we sell and we have a branch and we're millionaires because we sold apples because we drew 50 apples. Okay. I'm just trying to follow up with you. Yeah. I'm, Where are uh, coming? Is it, is it, did they, was it clear with the concept that I see of design thinking? But That's how I understand it. I just tried to figure out how uh, how do you taste the the, the apple that you drew. <laughs> I, I, lo- I you lost me in that. Yeah. Moment. Okay. So we drew fifty apples. Yeah. We have five apples. For example, so gold ones, red ones, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. black ones, maybe with some patches. Okay. We grew apples. For example, let's skip that thinking. We have those apples. Okay. We grow. Just we take five of them. Okay. We grow them or we yeah. make them or somehow we just magically make them to appear. We have five apples on the table. Yeah. Then we taste them, those five. Yeah. So maybe 20 people, 30 yeah, people yeah. taste yeah. that. Okay. So we do a little market research. Okay. okay. We take a and winner. Then evaluate which apples are the, the, yeah. the, the, have the biggest demand. Yeah. Right? Take the winner and put it in the market. Okay. Am I a design thinker now or not? In, in, in the matters of uh, uh, elements, uh, a, des- a design thinker, let's put it that way, <laughs> uh, I think that the whole life cycle of what you said that it's for me, uh, for, from the design thinker practitioner, is yeah. quite, uh, quite long, just to groove them and then... So yeah, so I, I skipped I some would, parts. I would, I would buy from local shop just to, <laughs> to, to evaluate. But basically, uh, I put it in another way. If I would like to... Uh, because we need to understand, and you you skip the main part. Okay. What Tell problem me. you're solving? That right? uh, I'm solving a problem that nobody brushes their teeth, and as I know, one apple a day keeps doctors away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I haven't heard that song, but um, but that, that that's just an assumption, right? Okay, if I ask a medical doctor. An apple a day keeps doctors away. And for example, for okay, then okay. if she says yes, okay, but you, the, do your customers are aware of that? So that's how I'm gonna market it. The apple. Okay, is it relevant for them enough that uh, oh, uh, that's why I want to buy uh, an apple? Not sure. Usually, I pick the apple because it's healthy. You know, healthy snack, healthy lifestyle. So, what your problem are you solving? Not sure that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. Because if you're solving the problem that how I can help people who don't brush teeth, mm-hmm. you can then come up with a lot of ideas in, in how to help that. And maybe yeah. just apples will be just one of them. Okay. Uh, another perspective, you, you just uh, want to be the best apple uh, mm, seller, for example. Okay. You would like to evaluate or understand how do people uh, choose this, which, which apples to buy yeah. and where do they buy and why? Mm-hmm. That's the questions I will start uh, asking. And uh, by doing the research, I would find out uh, uh, what apples are the most popular for what groups and in what parts they are, are, are and in what uh, local stores or, or, or shopping, shopping centers okay. they're buying. So you would do a customer journey map here, yeah? Yeah, I would start with that and, and then I would understand what apples I need and where to sell it and how to 
uh, promote them. Okay, so this whole process would be called design thinking then? Um, or just a part of it? Let me just, let's dig into the concept here. So the concept is basically of a few few basic steps. Uh, first yeah. is empathize, understand okay. uh, your end user, understand yeah. what are the needs. So uh, regarding with that Apple examples, is, is this part will be just understanding and going speaking with with, with potential customers how they're buying and, and trying to understand how they're buying apples now. Okay. What are the preferences? Okay. Why they are so? And uh, in which place they buy? Mm -hmm. Uh, what do they like or don't like about paying uh, apples and try to understand the eating habits in terms of apples. Mm -hmm. Because later on, maybe I will find out and come up with some ideas that maybe I will sell Apple as a service. Mm -hmm. If, for example, for some yeah, of course. of people it would be, would be needed. So the first part is will be just understand how they're um, using the product for now, so product yeah. is the Apple, right? Mm -hmm. The second part, then when I will do that research, I will have a lot of information. Okay. And uh, uh, I mentioned previously that uh, everybody of, of us is different and we will have yes. different experiences, different preferences and so on and so forth. But, but usually there is a majority of people who right. would like the same preference. Yeah, so when we will ask uh, for, 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 I don't know, uh, 10, 20 people, okay. we will see that some patterns will start to emerge. Yes. And that the whole the, those segmentation or segments okay. right, 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 uh, will, will, uh, will highlight. And uh, that, that, that's when we will define, okay, so for what particular target audience, what mm. use case we want to solve, mm. what is the use case, right? Mm. And uh, when we define that, basically that problem, then we come up with the third part of this, mm. I think, ideation. Okay. And usually in ideation, we try to come up with a lot of new things. So we drew 50 apples? Uh, you could drive, uh, you yeah. could draw 15 apples, but before that, I would say for you, for example, uh, Google it what uh, other uh, Apple sellers are doing. Okay. Because maybe we're not the first ones in the world solving that problem. So we're not and reinventing the, the bike, yeah? Sorry? Here. So that would, yeah. wouldn't be reinventing yeah. the bike here. And maybe don't look just an, as uh, for an Apple seller, Let, let's look for the banana sellers as well. Okay. Because there's similar concept in that matter. So yeah, if it works on bananas, so maybe it could work in it, apples? Yeah, there's high high probability of that. Okay. And we're doing the same when we're doing, for example, in uh, uh, solving some one uh, industry uh, challenge. Mm -hmm. We're looking at other industries and whether it's the same elements that we can okay. uh, try and, and, and adapt. So, so, yeah, so that's the third part, right? And then you do uh, 15 bananas for, for <laughs> Apple, uh, okay. different, different apples. And uh, then you would prioritize what, what, what you think that is having the, the most uh, impact for, for, uh -huh. for, for your, yeah. it, it's easy, the most easy, easy, easiest to, to do that. And uh, then, for example, you come up with the idea that, I don't know, we need to promote them. Okay, let's put it in that example as uh, that you don't need to brush your teeth. Okay. Teeth, teeth. Okay, so then uh, the first, fourth stage of design thinking will start uh, uh, is the prototype. Yeah. So how we can test it before actually paying a lot of money for the commercial providers, mm. for the channels and so on and so forth. So maybe we can come up with the, a simple cardboard or whatever, mm. and or just a rent the place not in Garune but another some random okay. marketplace. Yeah. If they're in, in there, they are my, uh, my target audience. Yes. So I need to understand where they are and try to just um, try to promote that these apples are different from those apples 
because these apples helps you, for example, with, with yeah, with the personal view. Okay, and then you would mm. evaluate whether that concept is working or, or not, and then you could uh, receive feedback: uh, what is working, what is not, what questions do the customers mm. ask, and in that matter, you after the, that uh, testing part, this mm. is the fifth part of the design thinking. So when you test the prototypes, so yeah. then you come up with, with the whole information you have mm -hmm. and uh, you start the cycle uh, from, from the beginning because you have a lot of information now, what needs to be done. You evaluate, okay, so what I, what, what the potential problems I need to solve, how I can solve them and try to create a new prototype and test it. And okay. the whole cycle just goes around and around. Okay, so... A design thinker, a practitioner of design thinking, is it a an analyst or a creative person? That's a good question. If I would choose, I would say that you need to have a mix of both. Because, uh, for example, I'm more an analytical person. And from mm -hmm. my uh, educational perspective, yeah, I saw economics, that, yeah. financial economics, but I also try and... Um, um, investing my time in, in that to be more creative and that's why I'm trying to be in, in, in the, the whole startup community as well. But I see creativity from analytical perspective. I see just creativity as a tool, how I can uh, achieve uh, things uh, faster because I'm uh, a fan of that 20% uh, um, of your 20% uh, uh, of, of, of what you are just doing will bring you 80% of your result. Okay. It's per, per, Pareto, uh, per, Pareto. Oh, Pareto law. It's I think law, the yeah. most popular, most famous yeah, one. Yeah. So, but from economical think thinker yeah. like me and an analytical thinker, I just see this as a way or concept how to think, uh, do things faster and easier. So, so do you see patterns in creativity? Um, I see. I think that there are uh, definitely there are pattern patterns, and that's why there are some experts in the field, in the commercial, in, uh -huh. in, 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 in marketing, and in, in so on, because they understand how human brains work and they have a lot of experience through time. And uh, like uh, artificial intelligence, the same with human intelligence, we just mm. see the, some patterns. But those patterns are um, uh, just a replica of, of today's world. If you want to innovate and, and just to, to, to be always fresh, I think that uh, you don't need to, to always... Uh, have that expert uh, mindset in you because yeah, hand, yeah. experts are are the worst innovators in that matter. Yeah, because the guys are doing everything by the rules. So okay, yeah, and, and they and they see that and they say that we tried a lot of things. So I know what works and what doesn't. Yeah, of course. But, but different uh, times, uh, different people, because different they elements. have two years in experience, and right. you're a, yeah. a young person, you cannot tell them. Okay, yeah. so we have big institutions, for example, governmental institutions that are saying the same thing like through all the years that we cannot innovate, we have done everything, we have done all the research. Could we use, could we implement design thinking into government? Yeah, we could and we could implement in, in the whole policy uh, structure that, for example, we don't, uh, before the, 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 the new law or, or whatever that okay. uh, we are implementing, we could try and emulate how those process processes would work and involve the end users, which are people. Of course. Uh, how how would they do that? They try to do that in another perspective, but it's uh, more like a formality rather than uh, than doing a big change here. Yeah. So I think it's it's once again in terms of mindset, you could do that formally. Okay. Design thinking concept as well, but it's not in that matter. I think. 
um, to be a successful design thinker or to yeah. have the, the successful successful implementation of, of the whole idea uh, projects or initiatives and it's the same with, with with organizations you have to have um, ownership feeling okay you own, have to, yeah. the, the, for example who wants to implement that they need to have and I'm reading now um, a book which which responds very well of um, my understanding of ownership it's called extreme ownership oh yeah I've, I've heard about it That's yeah great. so uh, 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 and <laughs> when you're extreme and when you're you're really an owner of some problem then you understand that you are you are responsible for for what we are uh, getting in 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 the end and uh, you don't look at the process as just a just a formality or how we can just involve and, and just have a tick box on, on something yeah but you really try to understand what are the challenges how they feel why they say that mm. because uh, i i see in, in a lot of workshops for example somebody come up with the idea and then try to test it and the user says, um, I, don't, uh, I don't know what to push now. And then that guy tries to explain Tell him, him. explain him, yeah. Yeah, uh, you don't understand. <laughs> you need to push that and that, and then you get that way. But in my mind, how I see that, look, just listen what just your, your customer said. He didn't know where to uh, push or what, what to do. So that's the initial uh, signal that you need to, to take into from your feedback session and then okay, so try the, to, okay, how I can overcome huh. this. So the user experience here, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, so design thinking is, is really good for uh, the whole experience uh, thing. So, for example, increasing customer experience. Mm. So once again, when I mentioned human-to-human -human interaction, when you ha want to have a good experience, mm then use design thinking. So design thinking is not a silver bullet for, for anything, yeah, for, for, uh, for any, any things. And it's uh, a good saying that, uh, for example, if your company is using uh, lean uh, methodology, with, 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 which is about uh, how to make process uh, leaner, more standardized, mm -hmm. uh, more effective. Uh, so if your customer starts, uh, starts not to smile, yeah, of course. So then don't use lean, start using design thinking. Because okay. Design thinking is about the emotions, because it's about the experience. And uh, in that matter, when you come to shop in, in a little shop, yeah, you course. don't hear the music. But when you're in Maxima, you hear the music. And for example, because they, they, they want to have a, a, a get your... Better, better emotion in, in, in Maxima in general because they think that you would buy maybe more. Okay, so more in time. Maxima, hype in, up, yeah. And literally have different strategy, and that's okay also with that, that they would be want to be more efficient and pay uh, royalties for the music, and they want that people would not stick around for long in the shop, that the turnover would okay, be Okay, but I think, like personally, as an experience, let's talk about as users, let's yeah. be on the second end. As a user of Lidl, I think Lidl is the main option for me always. It's, uh, it's in Vilnius Gatve, the G9. So yeah. it's in on my way home from ISM. So I usually stop there. And I'm usually happier than in Maxima, in Lidl. Maybe because... So in Maxima or in Lidl? In Lidl. I'm okay. happier there. Not because I have never noticed that there's no music. Like that's the first thing yeah. that you told me the first time. Uh, but I think that just the, like the all the concept that like the, the just the, the layout of the shop. I, I know how it's layout. That the diary products are in the back. That that you would go there. Usually it's a bit more a maze there, but it's very fluent 
it's very just when you go there it's just that you just go with the flow there it's just very easy to pick up uh, one thing other thing and i'm just selling i'm just after yeah, and i came back that i saw that i saw so i i I just I left like 20 euros there when I planned just to take one thing which is just a pack of milk or something yeah so so that that, that it'll just look at it as a as a whole journey uh, itself mm -hmm. from uh, from start to 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 the end right mm -hmm. and for in, in and that that's the strategy just okay and yeah. the overall uh, journey have uh, is is uh, good because you have uh, assortment that you just understand what you need because there are not different options that's hard to 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 yeah. to, to choose uh, it's quite fast the whole process uh, good quality and so on and so forth so um, in customer experience different elements is uh, with different importance to 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 to, to us and uh, it could be just a, a calculated as a, as a formula because different experiences uh, matters uh, different uh, weight uh, okay. and uh, overall experience affects whether we will go to that shop again or not so overall experience in little is better in that mm -hmm. in your mm -hmm. case rather than in maxima because we, despite of the music or whatever okay but just because that just one element of your whole customer journey yeah. that you're having so so it's it's uh, with, with the whole customer experience thing it's quite a hard job to 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 do and understand and evaluate because for different people, different thing, things will, will matter. Okay, so yeah, and some people will pick Maxima, some people yeah, do not. That, that's why we have competition and, mm. and, and different... Uh, yeah, wait, wait, no, 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 let's not jump into economics here. <laughs> but you need to understand that because know. you're creating startup and it, uh, there will always be a competition. So. Yeah, I have Mike Hüttinger to help me down there. Okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> he's a great guy. He helps us to understand what is Keptadwana and some pint of beer okay. and how they collaborate together. Okay. Yeah, great. A, a great lecturer. Good. Yeah, I remember him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a colleague of yours, of course, now. Yeah. In some way. Yeah, but you're both lecturers, so let, let's let's put a status on show for yours. Okay. <laughs> let's do that. Okay, so let's put all the, all the dots on the eyes and could you recommend just like maybe some books or let's do maybe let's be more creative could you recommend some youtube channels or anything like any content content streams that could help you to build that mindset uh okay uh that's a good one or um, maybe some tips just as a person look i'm a raw person here can how could I start and where should I start just to be more innovative, to try design thinking in yeah. my life, so, to design so, my life? So, so you will be that just by doing. So start doing and if you have some idea, start to... Uh, and uh, I have sometimes people just coming uh, and asking, uh, I have some idea what I need to mm -hmm. do. And uh, my usual answer is just um, go today or tomorrow and talk to potential three or five customers and then... Uh, just understand how they see this, this, the, these things, okay. and after that, and you just if you go into that feedback loop, okay. and you don't don't overthink yourself, but try to spread the the idea with with somebody. That's like uh, being a, a commitment for you as well. That mm. You're receiving feedback. You're seeing, okay, some parts are, are working or some parts yeah, are of good of that idea. Some parts I need to think more, but you don't overthink, overthink that. Okay. So I think that um, the, the, the main thing is uh, mm, don't overthink things. 
evaluate whether uh, uh, if you can solve it. If you can solve it, if you can't, don't overthink it. Okay. <laughs> like like that. And in terms of the topics or YouTube uh, channels, so uh, or or books, um, so I think that those books, Lean Startup. Uh, uh, zero to 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 one. Uh, mm -hmm. So the, th those books would really really help you. There are some design thinking playbooks, but I don't think that um, it's more relevant for those people who are using that method as as a facilitator or consultant. Okay. Yeah, but not or, for or, starters. But, but not just yeah for 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 regular regular guys. So I just uh, suggest to to have. Uh, uh, a lot of uh, readings in in the, the startup uh, books as as, okay. as 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 a general, just to understand how they're working, what the, the tips are. Mm -hmm. But basically, I believe in in doing. So, so yeah, uh, guys, heard do do, and one more time, do something, just and do yeah, just do it. No Nike, fuck. <laughs> one more sponsor we need to find. <laughs> okay, so thank you, Gediminas. We had a, just a great talk, and I think. I learned more about innovation, design thinking, and just about your life in ISM. So thank you, and I think we'll see you in Digital Lab meetings. Yeah, so thank you for having me, and uh, remember, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, thanks.